excited about the fact that I've got four boxes for mushrooms sitting behind me right now that I'm going to get started today. I bought a new spray bottle exclusively for them because it's not going to go anywhere mm-hmm. on one of my Texas uh, um, mushroom hunting groups. Somebody got really excited because then they won't tell us where and they won't send us pictures <laughs> and they won't do anything like that because they know better because people like me are jerks and we figure out where the picture is. Mm-hmm. Um, but they found a open area in all they're going to say is in Sam Houston uh, National Park mm-hmm. with 15 emerging puffballs, like all within like 100 feet of each other. Oh, my God. So he is so ridiculously excited. He talked to his girlfriend. He's like, I talked to my girlfriend. I might go camping out there, scaring <laughs> off animals and everything. It's worth the risk. I might do it. I'm just like, so the earth, the, so the planet's telling us the winter's over. Yeah. Because my, mushrooms are always right. Yeah. So. It just seems, it just doesn't seem like everything's going to be as long as people normally think it's going mm-hmm. to be. Like it may stay more along like spring frost weather for a while but yeah it's still spring frost weather I and mean, those are easily you know you you can easily fight against that yeah. there's so many different ways to do that even down to just getting a bunch of five gallon buckets and putting it on top of your seedlings so and which is what i'm about to be ready to do and mycelium is going nuts everywhere we see it on all of the tr- you know all of the ground and the we we rolled over those logs yesterday yeah and they were just it was so prolific it was insane yeah so I'm feeling like this is going to be the year of the mushrooms, so which I'm very excited and if it's about. It's the year of the mushrooms, that means it's the year of the gardening. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, no, this is this is all all working out. You know, I'm, I I was thinking about I may not be able to do the walking path, you know, just cuz prioritizing things. I'm like, uh, cuz each stone on that walking path, the uh, each cement stone that I'm going to do out there, yeah. it's going to be about 100 bucks. Oh. So, and you're talking about, you know, um 40 just to go from just from the gate down to the entrance of the garden down the entrance of the garden so, so you know just prioritize adding to the garden first right i would rather because like there's six rows that are back there right now and yeah. i was looking and i look at them every morning i get up every morning and i just stand back there and i just stare at it and i'm like excited it looks so pretty. i am there. and i want that fence up so bad yeah. um i'm just glad my windows are chest high <laughs> so um but yeah i want the fence up but i'm looking at that and i was like okay um yeah, I want the garden. I'm like, I, as much as I want the walking path, I think moving those logs over into that corner so that we have just kind of like a nice little, you know, seating area uh, would be really cool. So mm-hmm. I just let's start doing some. We need to do a lot of before pictures so that people can start seeing the progress and everything that we're doing. Oh, yeah, I definitely um, take a before picture of my garden when it's yeah. empty and then when it's full and beautiful and no. do one of those like, can we skip to the good part? <laughs> right. And have one of those waiting. <laughs> Okay, anyway, <laughs> never going to do that again. But, um, and then I, oh, yeah, uh, well, I'll, I'll talk about it in the economy section since we're going to talk about economy today. But, you know, um, I got a phone about uh, Blucifer and getting Blucifer done. So, mm-hmm. and uh, I want to just say just a quick thing before we even get started. Where are they? Because I wanted to actually thank them for it. Is Pod Addicts is going to be looking at making us one of their feature for a week uh, because they love the podcast. Uh, a couple of their people, like somebody was listening to it as like when I guess it was our first 
our first episode Mm -hmm. and then they came back to it i guess they checked on it like 10 episodes later which for us was five days (laughs) you know and then they just started listening to us and so we got basically somebody uh from pod addicts was like hey we'd love to have you guys as a feature so i was like cool <laughs> i'm like i'll do every piece of traction that i can right now and i've been uh, posting up everywhere and all over in different places so <sighs> it's feeling pretty good yeah so you know i mean i i don't know about you but i like every every time that we just get to sit down i just i'm happy like yeah. this is this is it right now even though we keep not turning on our on-air light but it's okay we're still on air we know better <laughs> so i think it'd probably be better if we decide to take it and put it like outside the door well yeah you that know. was the whole point we just yeah. need an area for it to be outside of the door yeah, so I, that I, people know that we're recording and stop barging in and no get- <laughs> doubt so yeah i think we need to be <laughs> be doing that i got some ideas for the wall behind me anyway so yeah. you've got the window which you know you've got the better view but i, I got i got some ideas that i think you'll kind of giggle at so but i'm pretty happy about that and with that said good morning and welcome to the stupid podcast on everything where i'm joey and i'm kiki and we talk about everything and nothing all at the same time by two people who are just happy to be here sometimes (laughs) so what do we got today we have a national day that i am not a fan of (laughs) but i am national milk day Mm mm-hmm so I nat- wish they'd have found a better name for it. That's just a horrible name. Well, it's milk. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> National Milk Day on January 11th commemorates the day many think the first milk deliveries in glass bottles began in the United States. Mm. Alexander Campbell of the New York Dairy Company professed to the New York State Senate that his company was the first to make these deliveries in 1878. The United States and Australia export more milk and milk products than any other country. I believe it. Those products include cheese, yogurt, ice cream, butter, cream, powdered milk, and much more. Throughout the world, more than 6 billion people consume milk and the products we make from it. One of the reasons is because milk provides nutrients such as calcium, potassium, vitamin B12, and vitamin A. During the Middle Ages, people called milk the virtuous white liquor because alcoholic beverages were more reliable than water. In 1863, French chemist and biologist Louis Pasteur made it possible for milk and other food and drinks to be stored for more extended periods. He developed a method of killing harmful bacteria that is now called pasteurization. In 1884, an American doctor, Harvey Thatcher of New York City, developed the first modern glass milk bottle. He called it the Thatcher's Common Sense Milk Jar. He used a waxed paper disc to seal the milk in the glass bottle. Later, in 1932, plastic-coated paper milk cartons were introduced commercially as a consequence of their invention by Victor W. Ferris. Modern industrial processes use milk to produce... I can never say this right. Casein? Cas... I don't know. It's C-A-S-E-I-N. Oh, Cassian. Cassian? Mm Mm-hmm. Whey protein, lactose, condensed milk, powdered milk, and many other food additive and industrial products. The females of all mammal species can, by definition, produce milk. However, cow milk dominates commercial production. In 2011, FAO estimates cows produce 85% of all milk worldwide. Apart from cattle, many kinds of livestock contribute milk used by humans for dairy Mm -hmm. products. These animals include buffalo, goat, sheep, camel, donkey, horse, reindeer, and yak. Like cattle, their milk (laughs) produces cream, butter, yogurt, kefir? Kefir. Kefir. Mm -hmm. What is that? It's a drink. It's you haven't seen it. Oh, it's, it's <laughs> literally there. It's like a yogurt drink, basically. Huh. Okay. Ice cream and cheese too. Okay. The ultimate way to celebrate is with a large glass of milk. However, a serving of anything made with milk would count too. 
Does a milkshake sound good to you? So we've gathered some ways to celebrate as well. Make your own cheese, which you've been talking about mm-hmm. wanting to do. I have all the stuff in it right now for it. Because <laughs> we, yeah. Mm-hmm. Add chocolate, strawberry, and malted flavorings to your milk. Then blindfold the kids and have a milk tasting. Invite a friend for homemade hot chocolate. And while drinking your milk, learn more about the nutrients in milk. I'm sorry. I just heard a trauma future story right there my dad blindfolded me made me drink random liquids and guess which was what kind of milk i don't trust you know just that uh just mm, okay uh, that was funnier Tell in my me. head i promise <laughs> <laughs> like, i just have the visual of just no 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 but i i don't generally blindfold kids anyway there's just something not proper about that anyway so I don't like milk. Um, and I'm pretty sure it stems from the fact that for the majority of my life, I was allergic to it because my body could not digest lactose properly mm-hmm. because I constantly was taking antibiotics for bladder infections. So we'll talk about that. Talk about like literally the, the process of that that got you to this because I'll, I'll no problem talking about milk. But but I think it's important to, to understand know, to that you are not lactose intolerant yeah. and most people aren't unless it's highly genetic yeah you know but but coming from africa where milk was you know a lifeblood for so many people uh made zero sense when you were like yeah i'm lactose intolerant to me i was like mm-hmm. but yeah go ahead and talk about this so to expand <laughs> when i was younger um i had a very big issue with drinking water I don't know why, I don't know how, I don't know what, you know, caused that or anything, but I just didn't like water. I didn't want to drink water. Um, And I came from a family of people that only ever really had processed foods and drinks and everything in the house all the time, Mm -hmm. 24-7. Like, it was the most healthy options we had were a couple of apples, oranges, or pears that were sitting in our fruit bowl. And I didn't really like bananas either, so, like, it was just... I, I didn't. I was a very picky eater, and I was a very picky drinker, and I was a par- just very picky child. My mom talks about it all the time that when I was younger, I would literally sit there and like the only things I would eat were grapes, cheese, and crackers. And even then, after I got older, I started to not like cheese, which it's not true anymore. I fucking love cheese now. Mm-hmm. But um, no, there was a very, very long time that I especially just... soft aged smoked gouda. Yeah, which sounds absolutely amazing right now. So when we go get our fruits and veggies, maybe I'll have to get <laughs> some cheese. But uh, but no, so I I did not like water. I did not like to drink it. And um, while there are a lot of you know ways now that aren't expensive to, Mm -hmm. you know, help your kids still drink water. That was not the case when I was younger. And even then it's just like, it wasn't, it wasn't pushed as much when I was younger. So my parents didn't really do anything about it. So I just basically grew up being dehydrated the majority of my life Mm -hmm. and like severely dehydrated. And because of that, I was prone to bladder infections and it got so bad that they tried to do some kind of like test on me to see if I was if there was like something else going wrong with my bladder or my liver or anything like that and nothing was wrong I just they but they couldn't figure out that it was that I was dehydrated is the reason why so my issue was after you know however many times because at this point I I couldn't even give you a number on how many times I've you know gotten a bladder infection had it diagnosed and was given antibiotics for it um 
and the we were I was actually just talking about the antibiotics that I would have because they were it was a bright bubblegum pink. It looked like Pepto Bismol and it tasted like bubblegum and it was like the worst thing ever. And there was one time <coughs> where it was strawberry flavored and it still wasn't any better. <laughs> and um but I was constantly taking antibiotics. Like I there couldn't have been longer than a two month period that I wasn't on them because mm-hmm. I was constantly getting bladder infections. If I stopped taking the antibiotics, I would get a bladder infection. So, and then as I got older, it got worse. So, um, I was in like the second grade and a physical symptom of my bladder infection is no longer itchy, burning or anything like that. The normal things I started actually getting physically sick. And so I was throwing up and I still remember the day that I threw up in second grade and like it surprised everybody because I wasn't that kind of kid that just like wouldn't know, but it came on so fast that it just happened and you know. It, I didn't understand it and like after it happened it was like you know you want to go to the bathroom and make sure you're you're done and I was like no I'm I'm done I don't even know what that was it was just blip gone <laughs> and so and then we you know took it to the doctor and sure enough I had a bladder infection and they were like well this is probably because of that and it just kept getting worse and worse and worse and for the entirety of my childhood I was just constantly on antibiotics so around the fourth grade was when it started becoming an actual big issue because I started, for anybody that knows me, I have emetophobia, which means I have a fear of throwing up, just the act of throwing up, anybody else throwing up around me, I cannot stand it, listen to it, hear it, see it, any of that. Like, it just gives me pure anxiety mm-hmm. and I just go into pure freak mode and just shut down and, like, nobody can talk to me. I don't want to speak. I don't want to, like, I am just, I shut down. And so knowing that and knowing I had like one traumatic event that is probably the cause of it all and everything but in fourth grade because I did gymnastics growing up um in fourth grade I quit gymnastics and it got to a point where three days in a row I left school um before it was even lunchtime because of my stomach hurting and it had been a gradual progression of my stomach hurting from just you know a little bit of to feeling completely nauseated nauseated Mm -hmm. and wanting to just go home and lay in bed and do nothing all day and it caused me to like stop eating because that was just that's another way that I dealt with it is that if I was nauseous I just wouldn't eat anything and I didn't want to drink anything because I felt like if I did that then I it would make me throw up Mm -hmm. and so it was really really bad for like four or five days in a row and then my mom took me back to the doctors and we're like hey and it was like hey she has another bladder infection but then it was like okay but this is this is more than that this time like she's had these issues before but this is like it's worse it's it's a problem day in day out hour after hour she is just complaining of a stomach mm-hmm. stomach hurting so then they decided well let's do an allergy test on her and you know took my blood i hated that <laughs> and um i remember the day that you know the results came in we went back and sat down and i knew that it was going to be a big problem because that doctor sat down and felt just pure sorry for me because the test results came back and I was allergic to milk, mm-hmm. corn and gluten and various other things. And they said the only way that my stomach is going to stop hurting if I cut is if I cut all of that out of my diet. And for somebody who, again, was growing up in a mostly processed food household I had French toast sticks or waffles for breakfast, toaster strudels or things like that. I would have, you know, 
sandwiches for lunch and if i wasn't getting lunch at school or we had chicken nuggets or fish sticks or things which i hated fish sticks mm-hmm. um tater tots and stuff like that and then for dinner we would always make our own taquitos pizza rolls mini pizzas like we literally never sat down and ate real food ever so for anybody that knows any of those foods has them often or anything you know that all of those ingredients all of those foods contain all of that stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> corn, corn flour, flour there's freaking gluten, yeah there's know. everything in it and dairy yeah so i was instantly instantly miserable because then we started changing everything out i was going on i was basically going on this huge huge diet full of all these things that i had never had before and did not like they were trying to replace foods that i had with you know gluten-free corn free and you know milk-free products so that's when i first got introduced to almond milk which was the first time that it was like oh hey you know this doesn't taste awful because it tastes like vanilla and sugar (laughs) and so i but i couldn't eat any of the cereals because they were all corn based Mm -hmm. and if they weren't corn based they were wheat based i loved cinnamon toast crunch i loved um frosted flakes and i loved um uh mini wheats and uh life cinnamon Mm -hmm. life so literally couldn't have any of that anymore it's like hey you can have some rice checks you can sprinkle a little sugar on it it'll make it taste better it was just like there was no point i was miserable and rice checks are an amazingly flavorless cereal Uh (laughs) wow and for about three months I was just purely, purely miserable. I hated everything that had to do with my life because if you can't enjoy food, what is the point? Mm-hmm. Like, it really is hard. And so after those three months, I decided I, I can't do this anymore. Like, I'm just going to suffer because I need to, I want to eat the foods that I enjoy eating. And I just dealt with it. And for the entirety of my life, I just kind of decided that no matter what I ate, I was going to have a stomach ache at some point or another afterwards. Until I met Joey (laughs) and I met Joey and I've said it before. And when I met him, I was quote unquote vegetarian, but I eat chicken. So it was because I didn't like meat, but I, it wasn't that I didn't like meat. It was that I didn't like the way that my dad prepared meat, which Mm -hmm. is if he ever listens to this, I'm sorry, your pork chops are dry as fuck. (laughs) And (laughs) I could not eat them. And he, he probably knows this. I hated them. I've heard that he's gotten a lot better since meeting Mary because Mary can cook. (laughs) But so yeah, there's just, I didn't like meat because I didn't like my dad's cooking. I didn't like, um, eggs when I met him. Um, I didn't like, um, anything milk related cheese all of that like i would have the super overly processed sprinkle some cheese from walmart onto something sometimes but like that was it i mm-hmm. never really had real cheese um and just all the things related to that it's like i only drink almond milk i'll eggs. never taste milk i don't like eggs i don't like like i told them so seafood. many things i didn't like i was terrified of seafood mm-hmm. and so but the lactose intolerance when i told him that he was just like hmm And after, you know, being around and being together for like a good six months, he finally sat down and had the conversation with me about how I should try having um, the like because I love quesadillas, having the quesadillas specifically from an authentic Mexican restaurant Mm -hmm. because they don't use regular cheese. What what is the cheese? Oaxaca. 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 (laughs) They use Oaxaca and they use Cojita cheese. So... That cheese has probiotics in it and is extremely good for you. And so, and he told me that I should, you know, have yogurt and things like that and introduced me to kombucha. And after I started having those things and sat down and had an entire bowl of ice cream and had absolutely zero stomach ache afterwards, mm-hmm. made me realize that I was not allergic to milk. It was that my body was completely diminished of all of the, uh, 
probiotics that help break down milk. Almost and it was like the same antibiotics thing. kill probiotics. <laughs> yeah. And it was the same thing for uh, wheat and for corn. I could eat both of those things with zero issue. Mm-hmm. And now I'm at a point in my life where I eat whatever the fuck I want and I have no problems yeah. unless I haven't had ice cream or something in a while to help give me the probiotics to help, you know, build the tolerance for it all. And, mm-hmm. um, and I can tell when I have it and then I go, oh man, I need a kombucha. And then once I do, then I'm fine again. So it's, yep. if and for it's anybody gonna else. it's going to be something that you're going to be doing for your life. I mean, yeah, it's and not it doesn't just, bug me. Yeah, and it's not just the kombucha. It's it's things like kimchi. And, and yeah, yo- and the yogurts and work live too. Live culture yogurts. Yeah. So, and you know, don't, don't go, don't go get that. some Activia with, you know, nothing in it. Right. <laughs> like yeah, the little super sugary flavored block, ones. You know, the, sh- the 60 calorie ones are better. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Don't get Yoplait. Don't get like, don't get Make some animals. Make your own yogurt. Make your own, you know, we, that's the stuff we want to do. And yeah. Get and now we, we have, have a mother. Good, I want to eat yeah. that yogurt though. I'm just letting you know <laughs> right now. I'm, I'm like, we're going to finish this and I'm, no, so, but that's fine. We'll buy more. Oh no. Yeah. So we, uh. Yeah, we got to, uh, you know, our, our little milk celebration was a little early, but after living here for almost three years, we yeah. finally got to go to Wally Farms, and Wally Farms is in Jacksonville, um, right outside of, well, it's it's between um, Palestine and Tyler, and we got mm-hmm. to go there finally. Oh my gosh, it was not easy to find. <laughs> you know, I, 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 mm, yeah, GPS sometimes. Anyways. But we got there and was I'm so excited about it. I'm like afraid to drink it because I'm so excited about it and I didn't want to go like crazy with it. But unpasteurized, happy whole milk that's just fresh out of the dairy. One of the cows was just sitting up out in the front yard yeah. just looking at us like, hey, enjoy. You're welcome. <laughs> you know, um, and we got some yogurt from them, some cream and some milk and, you know, um, I don't know that you've ever had milk fresh from a dairy, so it's, I have it's actually never, such a I'm different scared. animal. You're, you're, you're scared of everything <laughs> that you get to I eat. Because I don't like milk, though. That's right. the, that, and that stems from how much I couldn't have it mm-hmm. and didn't, you know, didn't like the way it made me feel. That now I just I don't like it. And it's the no. same thing for you hey, and carrots. carrots. Yeah, no, no, so. I, I I completely get you there. Um, but it's it's very different because yeah, I'm not with regular milk that you things. taste in the store, I, I feel so bad for people. Like if that's all the only milk you've ever had, because it always tastes the same. That milk always tastes the same. It's always pa- ultra ultra pasteurized, and it says it's, it too. Yeah, it says always, the words ultra pasteurized on it. If you, you look, <laughs> you know it. Literally, a lot of the nutrients and stuff that's actually in milk that is good for you has a chance to be good for you. You know, which again, don't drink milk more than a couple times a week. Yeah. Um, but is gone in ultra pasteurized mm-hmm. milk. You're drinking fat, you know, and it's like, oh, well, there's vitamin A, D and there's vitamin B12. And it's like, yeah, eat an oyster. <laughs> eat just, li- eat. literally anything else. If you want the same amount of mm-hmm. calcium for a better thing, mushrooms. have some mushrooms. There's mushrooms that have more calcium and more B12 and more um, folate, everything that you, that people tell you, oh, man, there's, you know, this is this is what you got to drink milk for. Mm, no, 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 no. For Many, many, many millennium, many generations of people <laughs> did not drink milk. And Asian people, you know, they, in the Asian uh, culture, a lot of people are actually lactose intolerant. And they have plenty of probiotics, mm-hmm. but their body isn't developed to to be able to handle actual milk. Yeah. You know, so the actual lactose in milk. So it's like, no. But, you know, it, it was hilarious because I wasn't subtle with you. You were just like, oh, I'm yeah. lactose intolerant. No, you're not. I literally, that was like my response was like, no. You know, it's it, uh, and then you went through the story. I was like, oh, OK, well, here, 
got you on the kombucha and then had you, uh, yeah, eating the Oaxaca cheese and the cojita cheese uh, um, quesadillas. And you're like, what the heck is going on? And and then it's like just and now, no, you just every now and then you're like, hey, I got to go get myself a kombucha. It's like, yeah, and that's going to be the rest of your life because you were prescribed so many antibiotics that it yeah, killed in the most only- developmental stages of my life right. too. It's not like these happened after I was already grown up and it was mm-hmm. like, Oh man, whatever. This was when I was two, three years old yeah. all the way up until I was a teenager. So literally destroyed mm-hmm. any possibility that my body would be able to digest any of that on its own. Yeah. And for some people it's so extreme. They have to actually do what's called a fecal transplant, That's which nasty. is, well, it is nasty, but it's the only way to get, you know, probiotics into their system or give them a good gut health and biome. You know, at some point we're going to realize, hey, antibiotics, yeah, they might kill things in flus and pneumonias and things like that. But, but they do goodness. so much more to your body. They're so much more detrimental to your body. Yep. And again, this is a reason that I look at, you know, the pharma pharmaceutical industry. No, no doctor ever told me that. No, oh, no, yeah. You no. have to find these things out on your own. Yeah. All they do, because the, the biggest thing you need to think about is that if you're not sick, they have no job. Yeah. If you're not, if you don't have problems, they have no solutions because you're, if you're fine and healthy, what are they there for? Yeah, no. So they want you sick. They want you to come back. They want as much as that sounds so terrible and awful. And how could humans do that? That is exactly what's happening. Mm-hmm. If you don't have to come back, they have no reason to exist. And Holly was amazing. And she became a new, you know, she became a nutritional um, expert. I know there was something else for her, like nutritional anthropologist. No, agriculturist, something like that. <laughs> and she was the one that sat there and she was talking to me about it because, you know, we were talking about lactose intolerance. She goes, yeah, you know, most people aren't because <laughs> most people aren't and most people just have no gut biome. Yep. And that was the first time I'd heard this. And this is back in the, you know, this is back in early nineties. I'm like, what's a gut biome. Right. <laughs> and she goes, basically, if you're not farting enough, there's something wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and it doesn't have to be stinky and it shouldn't be stinky. And if it's like, you know, it's like, like when you, when you make a fermented drink, you know, yeah. when you make a wine or a mead or anything like that and you're fermenting it and the bubbling's going, that bubbling's there and it's not supposed to stink and rank. And if it is, hey, you're doing something wrong. Yeah. Fix, fix your stuff. And it's like, I eat overly processed food and then my gas is just horrible. Yeah, most you know? people should understand that. Mm-hmm. You just, I just take a chance and spend four or five days just eating like the, the most basic, clean foods mm-hmm. that you can and watch how your body changes yeah. because it will. You will feel better. You will sleep better. You will look better. You will be able to see better. You'll be able to like comprehend and have more energy and exist in a world where everything's always sugar, sugar, sugar. And you'll start to realize that you're not craving it as much if mm-hmm. you're giving your body what it needs. It's insane what what happens when you start to take away the things that are killing you because they are processed foods they're killing you yeah they're giving like as much as oh you know you see all these labels on you know other items like oh this is known to the state of california to give you cancer it amazes me that those things are not on food right because it is the same stuff you as much as that stuff is like oh yeah but those are chemicals like congratulations guess what there are chemicals in the food that you're eating when they are overly processed Mm -hmm. there are so many things that they put into food just to extract other things that are bad for you and stuff like that out of the foods but you're that's 
doesn't mean that that stuff goes away. It doesn't mean that that stuff is not, you know, even just trace bits of it. Mm -hmm. All it takes is you to have one little bit of intolerance, one little allergy, like allergic reaction, like anything like that. And those are the extreme cases. But you have to think if that's causing extreme cases for other people, what is it doing to you over years and years and years of just consuming it with no knowledge? It just, it it just, I can't even, (laughs) it makes me so angry knowing all of that. And that's part of like for me, because knowing the men in my family have, you know, cardio and cerebral issues, Mm -hmm. you know, um, to know that, you know, I'm getting ready to hit 50. And when I look at a picture of my grandfather, and my great grandfather on, on my uh, biological father's side, those men looked like they were 70, 75 years old and beat mm-hmm. Oh, but, you know, they were good old country boys. They they ate, you know, a gallon of gravy on everything that they had. <laughs> and they, you know, and they were just fine until the ripe old age of 52. Right. Yeah. And it's like, nope. And, you know, even yesterday uh, when we were sitting there talking about the oysters, it's like the realization that's like, oh, I'm I eat oysters every chance I get, Mm -hmm. you know, next month. Crawfish Outback opens. Mm, I'm Um, so excited. Yeah. No, Miss Kelly. Um, And just the ability to go there and just be like, all right, need a couple dozen oysters and I will do that. Like I'll do. And all of us will eat them. Yeah. And And we bring the way that we do up our oysters, especially for them. We bring all of our stuff to. Oh, yeah. There's a shortage right now, too that's a stink so but we'll we'll get it all figured out anyways but yeah so national milk day it's really an important day and it's really something to start thinking about your diet and for us it's part of the reason that we're doing our gardening and stuff so yes so yeah so our national milk day we were worried that we weren't going to have enough content (laughs) (laughs) ended up sparking into something bigger but we always seem to do that so it's not a big deal but thank you so much for joining us this morning you know um Definitely, we'll we'll put up some more information on milk and and you know those onto our social media. Thank you for everybody starting to follow it. We're starting to get a little more, more traction. It's kind of getting a little bit exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, we know that our Reddit is is next, so don't worry, we'll be getting there too. Um, things are just happening. A lot of things are happening behind the scenes, and we're still making it work, and we're still taking the time and the hours that it needs to be able to produce this for you guys. So thank you so much for your support and. You know, don't feel uh, don't be afraid to reach out to us. We love it. You know, we absolutely love it. So thank you so much. And once again, I've been Joey and I'm Kiki. And we just thank you for joining us. Peace out with your peace out. We'll see you this afternoon. Bye.